I consented. I will consent right now. More likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. All right, yo, Worstronauts, this is a totally consent recording via Zoom, and you have been rocking with the worst for 299 episodes. That means this is episode 300, so welcome to season 12, 13, I don't know. How many seasons do you think Four. I think four. one was really long, and there's four. Radio. Porch. Radio. Seven years on the radio. The porch, and then indoors. And then yeah, we just kind of puttered around for the last three years. We have, and you know what? Worst or not, if you want to help us do better, uh, go to your favorite podcast platform. Give us five stars. Rate, review. Tell them how awesome we are. And uh, subscribe. You know, yeah. So that's sure. what we're up to. Um, Three hundred episodes in, and we're finally telling people to you know help us out. And and if you're um, wondering about the sound of our weird audio, um, there's about a foot of fucking snow on the ground right now. At least give or take. I had to. I left my microphone in the car and all my audio crap, and I forgot until like last minute, and I had to go out there. And I don't got snow gear anymore. I don't have shit. Like I, I got, I found duct tape this morning that I can use to duct tape the top of my shoe and my pants together, mm-hmm. so that snow doesn't go either up or down. Those things. You've yeah. lived in the South uh, quite a significant amount of time if you consider duct tape snow gear. You don't put like plastic grocery bags on your feet under your shoes. I, I thought about that, but no, no. I got like ten pairs of shoes. I'm like, once one pair is wet, they're good. They're gone for the next two days. I throw them. I put them by a heat vent, and then I just move on to the next pair. Guy, it's not that the shoes stay dry. Well, I'm not staying. That's that's like my indicator. It's like the little thing that pops up in the turkey. Like if my feet get wet, <laughs> I'm, it's time to go inside. And luckily today, I wouldn't go outside if I hadn't reproduced. You know, like if I didn't have a child, I would just watch it through the window. But <laughs> she had to go out there and play. And luckily, about 15 minutes in, she was like, "It's cold. Let's go inside." And I was like, "I love you so much. You were you were the perfect kid. I thought we were going to be out here for hours just dying." My fingers no. frosted. I can't imagine Fiona Strange not being a slave to comfort. Like, she I've always play. For like 24 years now, we've been friends, and I've accused you of being lazy, but really, you're just like a creature of leisure. You're like, where, where is my most comfortable aspect? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but that's I, what you should do. There's no reason I to stand totally, up next to a chair. That's I got crazy. Fully, fully lucked out. And my youngest, who loves to play in the snow and be outside and do all the activities that I also don't want to do, got snowed in out of friends. So it's like oh. a group of boys, and they all go out and just rage together. So you see that somebody's like, "We're gonna have a sleepover." You're like, "Tonight? Have you seen the weather?" Yeah, okay. Here, take them. Here's some food. <laughs> here, here's, You're here's, having here's, here's three outfits. Yep, he's on <laughs> sleepover number two now. Yeah. It is pretty sweet. I'm not gonna lie. We're gonna eat garish foods and watch TV of some sort. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Oh, and this whole black ice thing tomorrow. I might not have to work tomorrow. The roads might be too froze for me to to go to work. 
I don't think you will. Also, it's MLK Day. I, that's what I've been saying for years. I put up yeah, a sign at our bulletin board at work. It's not a regular working personality. Yeah, I know, because fucking racists can, are assholes. You know, like, fuck them. And by the time I get to Arizona, I want to have a goddamn day off. You know, same with voting day. Like, if your company is fucking woke or whatever, and they're trying to be liberal, those are two holidays you should have. How much does it fucking cost them to take a day off? Even Buncombe County has Juneteenth now, too. Yeah, see? All of <laughs> that's fucking weird, but yeah. that's rather reason. But we have all of those off. But, like, Buncombe County started being like, yo, Juneteenth off, so that they didn't have to start, like, prosecuting cops that were beating the shit out of people for no reason. <laughs> like, yeah. no, Black Lives Matter, fucking Juneteenth, you get it off. It's like, nah, nah, it's not enough. Like, they basically, Buncombe County, North Carolina... Uh, was like, yo, we're gonna do reparations. Juneteenth off, yo. <laughs> like, that was it. Yeah. That was the only shit they did. They're like, we're going to say the word reparations publicly. That's what they and did. They're, they're not cutting the check. <laughs> no. That is just garbage. I just watched a documentary. It's on Netflix right now. It's called Lion Share, and it's about the lion sleeps tonight. You know, okay. cool As story. Oh, from Lion King? Well, the lion sleeps tonight, you know. In the jungle, the mighty jungle. Okay, years Spot ago. on, by the way. Wow. The best part of that song. Okay, I didn't know Adam Strange had that kind of full setup. People be people sing like a wing a whack, a wing a whack, or a wing away. A wing so away. The, the original folk singers that were singing it. Okay, there were no oh. lion sleeps tonight lyrics. When if the African guy wrote it, he had one word. It's M B U B E. It's and it's but Mwimbaway is how they say it. But uh, it means, and it means lion. That's it. That's the entire song. He has one word. He did three takes of this song, and he happened to improvise the um. Like that <laughs> harmony, not <laughs> not the words, but he just took one word, umumbwe, and sang it like that because he wanted to. Okay. Years later, people keep making it, playing it. They think they're like white people that are like the traditional africans as they would march into the forest to the jungle to fight the lion they would sing this chant you know like that's what they were saying this is what it's, it's in books so this guy yeah. there, and there's video of this guy who wrote the lyrics to lion sleep like i did research you know and i found out about this is what they would chant and so i wrote this song about the lion sleeping because then the lion would be asleep and you'd be okay then they, they played that to the guy that wrote the song's daughters and he was like they were like it's got one word he said one word lion he was bragging he was saying, I am the lion and you aren't. That's that's what the song means. It means he is the man. That's that's what the song is about. It's our dad okay. saying, I'm better than you. That's what this song's about. There's no African villagers hunting lions. There's one guy who's saying, I'm the lion. Yeah. That's what the song is about. But, but they finally get the money. They finally millions of dollars have been made. Nobody's doing anything. These these sis, these daughters of the guy Staying that wrote off the it, Disney version. Yeah, they get with these people. They get with Disney, and Disney's like, oh, we will totally pay them. That's cool, but we don't want to ever deal with them again. So lump sum, we're done forever. Here. But don't just give it to them because if you, you can't just give Africans money. That would be crazy. They'll die because money will kill them. So here's what you do. You get some white guys, and we'll give them the money, and they just can give them some sometimes, which was basically exactly what they were fucking. The problem they were fixing, they fixed with the fucking problem. They were like, you know, we've been keeping this money from these original creators of this art while we make millions. Here, we'll, give it, we'll give it to them. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Don't, <laughs> don't. So basically, these ladies never saw their money. There was like a trust. Some white guys got a hold of it and fucking gacked it. And Ironically, like, it's called a trust. Yeah. 
it's just crazy that that that's like you just there ain't, ain't there's no way that anybody that's owed money is ever going to get any money they're ever no, fucking owed. there's crazy. no reparations like it's crazy but it's unsurprising mm-hmm. none of that is surprising at all i mean music industry essentially is just that like white people ripping off black creators yeah for the most part you know not to say that there's not white creators getting ripped off oh like, that's right as the foul mouth jerk or there are black crea- there are black industry guys but, ripping off white creators nowhere near as many but there's basically uh-huh. people that know what's going on and people that don't you know and because of white supremacy the people that knew what was going on for a long ass time were white dudes but don't act like barry gordy wasn't like paying somebody in the band five bucks to fucking play a song he was going to make a million on absolutely if you can you do no, like anyone at the top of the food chain, it doesn't even really matter whether it's like racial or gender or whatever. Like, you let anybody get to the top of the food chain, they generally act like a fucking dick. Yeah. But it is worth repeating. It, oh. it bears repeating that generally it is a white dude at the top of that food chain. So, speaking of dick. Speaking of dick, I was scrolling my news and I saw this story and it said, COVID dick, in quotes. Yeah, comma. It's as bad as it sounds and it's real. So some dude, apparently after he got COVID, he noticed that his dick was an inch shorter. <laughs> he was like, my dick's an inch shorter now. So, and it's it's mostly people with long COVID and only certain people- Long COVID, short dick. So if only unvaccinated people and they were like, how can we get these numbers up? Nope, no, nope, actually their dick's gonna shrink. Vaccinated people with COVID have it as much as non-vaccinated people with COVID. So it's like Ooh, damn. You know, it, it tends to affect older men the most. And the thing it's and it's E D in general. It's not just short dick. It's E D, you know, it's just like not getting enough blood to the heart on whatever. So Viagra would fix it immediately. It's not like it's a huge you know, but but it does. There no, is some it, damage to the cells of the penis. That right, but it doesn't make it shorter if you're just no. not harder. That's like, but it, but it does. I mean, if you're not as hard, you know, no, when agreed. you get harder, it yeah. gets longer. And oh my, wait, and mine can. And I have my, some of my hard ons are longer than others. Like sometimes I have a hard on that's like I'm gonna be a little taller today, and like it gets a little <laughs> more hard and a little longer, and some you know. It's, like, like I don't know if my balls fell down, but my dick looks way longer right. Um, I know I get what you're saying. If you're not, I mean, the harder they come is mm-hmm. the name of that movie for a reason. The longer they are, the longer the dog. You know, the heat of the meat yeah. is in reverse proportion. Yeah, they borrow some of that ball skin and just push out another inch. You know, but. but but that's the thing now, like people that get really bad COVID that like somehow affects your, your blood flow, like where you're on a ventilator or whatever, somehow yeah. like your blood doesn't re- like, if it doesn't hit everywhere the same, same way, it doesn't get to reach those areas again or some shit. Oh. So it's like, if you were on a ventilator status, this is going to happen. That bad. Yeah. It has to be pretty bad COVID for it to get a long off your dick, but it, it, but it can be like an inch and a half, an inch and a half of length. So if you if you had COVID last year, get a ruler. I don't know. Do you know your length? Oh, I mean, I don't know my exact length right I now. I actually like, have noticed that my pussy is tighter ever since, since I had COVID. After COVID. You know what I mean? I think maybe that's a thing. Is that a thing? 
So it's like a benefit for women, but a drawback, a drawback for, dudes. for dudes. That's it's like, but you know that makes sense. It triples the clit. <laughs> Whoa, clit tripler. That might be the that might be the hashtag for this episode, clit tripler. Oh, by the way. While we're here, because we've missed some fucking episodes, I just have to say, uh, R.I.P. Betty White and Bob Saget. Oh, yeah, that, man, Bob Saget. Do you know why he died, how he died? That's I a fun quote. I well, found, I haven't found anything except in one article that said it wasn't drugs or suicide. That's all right. So that's part of what I found. So I thought like a jerk. We can't figure out what it was, but what we can rule out is foul play, which obviously is my favorite term ever, um, or suicide. And uh, Silvery Plath, my co-host, introducing my co-host Silvery Plath. I am your host, Tom Up Jerk, and this is uh, Adam Strange, aka Tooth Willis. Uh, you are now listening to the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the titular lines. Um, but yeah, do you want to tell the well, global audience what you found in your research? Well, one of the things that they said today in the paper was that he had had COVID back in early December. But then people were like, but he was clearly healthy. He was in Orlando in the Ritz-Carlton. He was staying doing stand-up. He did a two-hour stand-up. And there's a video from the night before when he's doing... Um, like an interview with, I don't know, Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. I don't one, know. Of the, Jimmy, one of the Jimmy's. One of the Jimmy's. Yeah. And he says, you know, I think that host actually had COVID at the time. So he was like, oh, when you're healthy, you know, come down and see my show or whatever. But he's like, I got boosted yesterday, so I'm all good to go. So whether related or not related, it just does seem interesting to me that they would rather reference that he had COVID weeks and weeks ago and was fine as a possible reason but never mentioned that like he is a I would think mentioning it would I thought I figured it was being ruled out by being mentioned by saying he had it and then got better meant it wasn't it right no they were saying but like maybe there's this you know there's always this kind of strange insidious vibe of I think he was jerking it and strangling himself because usually that's when it's quiet like this it you know and it's not suicide or drugs and it's usually they were were right but that's that's Michael Hutchison but they don't usually say yeah but they don't have to say that yet they need to say what they oh, say. They were gonna, so there's like, you know. Oh, because they're so respectful of people's privacy? My understanding, though. Sometimes. My understanding of how, like, you know, autopsies and shit like that works is there is cause of death and manner of death. You know what I mean? It's like murder, but how and why. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, and so. And that's, that's asphyxiation or. The manner, whatever. right. The cause is like autoerotic association but the manner of death is misadventure QAnon thinks it's a pedo shit QAnon thinks everything everything yeah that's the thing it doesn't matter what he's been on their list for a long time and like of course but like wait did he rock with Epstein do you have evidence that he rocked with Epstein no I said that's what they said that's not what I'm saying All right. well you know what I don't really honestly but he did help a lot of charities and apparently after he died a bunch of people came forward. There, I forget the name of the drug. It's like or the disease. It's like scalodermitis or something. But it's kids. People get it and die. And one of his sisters died of it. And he's given at least twenty-five million of his own to this disease. Jeez. And whenever he found out that people got it, like if a kid got it, he would somehow like figure out 
and send that, that family money and be like, look, here's the three clinics you need to go to. You can cure this if you treat it soon. But if you don't, the kid can die. So he would like pay people to get their kids fixed from this one disease. But apparently there's like five diseases that he, that's what he did. And I had no idea. Well, not only, uh, that's a beautiful segue because did you not see when um, when he died, Pete Davidson went out and was shooting a bunch of tweets out and whatever other social media bullshit, um, just saying that like when he was, you know, going through the depths of his mental illness and whatever, that Bob Saget not only you know, gave a lot of advice to his mother and uh, to Pete Davidson's mother, obviously, mm -hmm. you know, and just <clears throat> called, checked in with him, talked to him, donated money, like whatever it was, but like helped him find doctors and all that shit. So like, yeah, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel cried on his show talking about him. Just like, about Bob Saget? Yeah, what a kind and nice man he was, like how he was so real that's, I mean, that's dope to me because also, you know, like, it, you know, like, most of us got introduced to him through, you know, children's programming, like, well, yeah, Full House, Full House, full house. and his stand up like, a little bit, but it wasn't like anything spectacular back in the day. It's all his stand up until after he not only did Full House, but America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh, yeah. And was doing like the two marquee family friendly episode or uh, t TV shows yeah. throughout the eighties. And what I didn't know because I hadn't seen stand up and most of the American public hadn't cause it's pre internet, but it, like amongst the stand up comedy circles, they were like, yo, he's the most perverse comedian out yeah. of all of us. Like how did he get not just one, but two. Was, like if he yeah, had like two shows with lots of little kids. Yeah, and it was the the aristocrats <laughs> documentary. You know when that happened, it's amazing about the aristocrats joke. It's just like yeah, everybody yeah. was like, "Have you heard Bob's? <clears throat> you know Bob's the dirtiest guy." And that's like kind of where he came back that's from. Where the America's general funny. public got to know it. And even well, like, his stand up after America's Funniest, he would come out. You know, be like a lot of people shit on me for. America's Funniest Home Videos. But, you know, those kind of people are never going to see a house like mine. They're never going to see as many cars as I have now. Like, you, like, and honestly, like, the payday that gave him, you know, because stand-up comedians don't get millions and millions and millions. And he just had, didn't, he didn't have to work ever again. If he just had either one of those shows, like, he set for life with just Full House or with just America's Funniest Home Videos. And now he's on, he was on Fuller House. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. He had, but he wasn't regular. I think he was just being cool. I think he was just like, fuck it. I'll do it. Yeah. Fuck it. Because he didn't have to. You know, and Dave Coulier didn't. Why? Is Dave Coulier got it made? I don't think so. I don't know. I would doubt it. He didn't it's, do no America's Funniest Home Videos. He's got free health care, so, you know. Canadian. No? What's that? He, I know that she apparently she wrote that song about him, but nobody actually knows. It's like rain, or it was uh, well, apparently, apparently, she went down on everybody in the theater, yeah, in, in Toronto back in the day. So, like, there's no way to know who it was. Cut it out. <laughs> there's a great documentary about her right now on the HBO that she apparently doesn't like the documentary, but it's pretty weird. 
it, it's honestly like it makes me be like wow i can't believe one album sold that many 75 million but then who cares really you know yeah, like, but if uh if the subject of a documentary i find her very young also she didn't she write the ironic song that nothing in it is ironic yes absolutely it's all just bad that, luck but that's pretty ironic <laughs> indeed <laughs> touche yeah oh. i don't know it's 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 yeah it's like rain on your wedding day is, is yeah. that irony rain on your wedding day is not ironic no it's, it's like yeah it's just that's, that's just meteorology meteorological yeah, a fly in your chardonnay no that's just not, not ironic yeah. like nothing about the song is fucking ironic free advice you know, when you've already paid that other pocket and i don't care you know what I mean? yeah anyway speaking of jagged little pills Let's talk about something that we've been like really building up to, and I actually have a hard time believing, which is that you know that uh, Jizz Lane has now removed her legal block on the release of the John Doe's. Yep. Well, yeah. All yep. her stuff, and I believe it's she's I, she's like they got lawyers. <laughs> it sounds like the answer was like, look, they got counsel. This ain't my box. I don't give a fuck. And apparently, one of them. Is like clear to be announced, and, it, and the thing is, they were they were they were numbering them like you know like the John Doe one hundred and fifty one. They're like of the seven John Does, and I'm like, well, there's that guy's got one hundred and fifty one. Wouldn't it have been John Doe one through seven? Why is yep. it John Doe one fifty one if we're only talking about seven? How many fucking John Does are there? What the fuck can we? That dude's dead. I don't think when you're dead that you're um, you know that your non disclosure form should fucking help hold. You're dead now. <coughs> Not at all. Broken contract. Not at all. And um, Prince Andrew had his title stripped. He's no oh, longer yeah. Prince Andrew. He's the uh, Andrew formerly well, known as Prince. Oh, he, apparently he yeah. is Prince Andrew, but he's not his. He's not his Royal Highness, Prince Andrew. Okay, right. he's just Prince Andrew. But they got two other princes. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's still a prince. Titles. What are you talking about? Well, no, Prince. He's his title was his royal, his royal Majesty, the Duke of whatever it was that yeah. he's not the duke of that anymore so like one of the one of the new kids kids like the new kids like jordan whatever they're gonna be the duke of whatever that was but the thing is he's still prince he's the prince by birth like that's just he's gonna be that wait he's he prince by that, that relation but he's not um he doesn't have a job as a prince anymore i don't know <laughs> if he still gets paid i don't know if he gets to keep his old money and the what main the main thing is that his, his old money who's taking it his title um if you if you're a duke or like whatever the duke of york whatever fuck that you know if you're um the prince of wales that that has legal counsel oh, that has yeah. a lawyer okay so if it gets sued then it has a lawyer okay prince andrew has to get his own damn lawyer okay so he's a, and they say that in new york he's a private citizen defending himself which means that like you're a fucking anglophile bro I'm just saying that's just that's just how they're it works. so into the royals and shit. When you came back from Scotland, you were like mm. so Scottish. No, I I hate royalty. I am a hundred percent. Every time you don't know how much Fiona will be sitting here like, oh, but then the prince did this, and I'm like, do you know where prince's money's come from? They kill their peasants and they force their peasants to work. She's like, yeah, daddy, I know. Stop, daddy, mm. stop talking about the princess that way. I'm like, I know where <laughs> Sophia gets her money. Mm -mm. Snow White's people had to kill people. She might be nice, but her daddy, he didn't just get that kingdom for free. They have now, two people to have a kingdom. Bro. They have swords and shit. Oh, why, out there bro. chopping off heads and catapults. 
fucking take his face. Banished. He's banished. Who is really? It says effectively banished. Yeah, that's what it says. Effectively banished. I mean, he's still They're definitely throwing him under the bus. He he didn't didn't move. Right, but what I'm saying is this. He needs to fucking be thrown under the bus. Yes. No, no, This is a civil suit that a woman is bringing against him. There are photos, and he said that they were, there's no proof they're not doctored photos. You've seen those pictures of him with that girl? But let's say, worst case scenario, he's guilty on every charge. Oh, you have the titular line now? Is that no, what you do? I'm saying for him. If, if if the worst possible, what happens? He gets a fine, right? That's it. And that's that's it. I mean, he's disgraced now. He pays a fine, and then he probably right. goes to Monaco and Under lives in a casino for forever. What's that? Under the bus for him is a yeah. relative term. But you there's know? justification for that woman. And if oh, yeah. in the civil suit, them say, we believe you, and you're right. What he did was wrong, and he stripped of these titles, and you get... This other compensation, which the only reason she didn't have that from before was because really? she signed that agreement and she didn't understand, you know what I mean? Like when you're young and you're signing these things and you have all this pressure under you. So they're, they're agreeing with that. And they're like, oh, okay. no. and if, if, Epstein, if Epstein wasn't dead, like, you know, like if, if things hadn't turned on Epstein, like for how many fucking years did he just ride on top of it? Like she had grown up and became an adult, got married and had a life. And that guy was still out there pimping, you know, like. She had no recourse whatsoever for so long that every penny she gets from Andrew, fucking yes. Anybody that talks bad about that and say she's just gold digging, fuck them. She deserves every penny he has. They she won't get that much, and they'll probably put it in a trust because they don't trust her with it. And some white guy will have to tell her how much she can have a month of it. I'll bet. Or they'll put it in some weird like Bank of England account where she can only have five doubloons every five. You know, well, what I'm saying is. I think that we all agree that Andrew just getting mowed down by the bus and backed over as many times as you can. The John Doe's, that's the most interesting to me. That's what I'm saying is the ones, like, as we talked about last week when we, you know, called Ghislaine Escape Goat, you know what I mean? We were like, oh, okay, maybe Andrew gets thrown under the bus, maybe not. But But not by her. That's right, it's totally separate thing. But yeah. whether it's not heard by anyone else, it's just like we all know that there is a litany, a long list of dudes, powerful men that are not being prosecuted. Yeah. And it's bullshit. Right, and my point is simply that the situation with Prince Andrew is a civil suit between the survivor of his mm-hmm. abuse and him, mm-hmm. and has nothing to do with how many people could be prosecuted or her pulling that objection away for nope. having those names released. And then they just showed that in two years, Epstein visited the White House during the Clinton administration 17 times for undisclosed reasons and brought 11 young, unidentified individuals with him. Which is, they didn't sign in in the fucking White House. That's crazy. Break, yeah. There's a secret services there, but you don't ever like have to identify yeah, yourself. Identify like, well, I thought on. they had blowjob tunnels for... Um, for Kennedy. JFK, they probably did, but they. The Kennedy they Memorial. How many Tunnel. young ladies were walking in there with Jeffrey Epstein and who the See, fuck was the president? Being, being from DC, we are all told and we all believe that there's like a a secret train system under all the buildings. And yeah. in some movies, they they'll, they'll have one that they they made, you know, in Hollywood. But when the Capitol riots happened, that was my first thought. I was like, well, why didn't everybody just run to the secret escape train? Why isn't that a thing? And then there's like Mount Weather. If you don't know about that shit, when I was growing up, 
an airplane crashed into a mountain in West Virginia mm -hmm. near DC. And yeah. um, it turned out there's a whole fucking city inside it. Mount Weather was like made as like, like at the end of those Terminator movies, when they get to one of those places to start the, the okay. world over, they had one, they had one like near where I grew up. And it was like, they didn't know about it until a plane crashed into it. And there was like a whole new mint down there and enough money to populate the country again after a nuclear war. And Time Magazine had all these pictures of like a warehouse full of stacks of money. And like, this will be the money after we, after the nuclear war happens. <laughs> I grew up thinking that shit. Like I definitely remember being like, you know, fucking the Wolverines, man. Like Russia's coming. They're going to yeah. take it out. Now they're coming for Ukraine. I don't know. Yeah, Great man. Diseases. I'm just saying that uh, Dick. I'm really curious about. All right. So obviously we've talked about on the air uh, the idea that Ghislaine made it public that she would not take a plea deal if offered. And, you know, we had the argument about the fact that, like... But she hasn't been sentenced. Right, but... So, so that there's not that there's there's not a plea deal, but she could still um, not go to jail if she talks. She could still trade information for some kind of, like, suspended well, sentence. Only, right, but not only that, my whole thing is this. And I'm speculating on a hypothesis here. But my point is that, like, her making it very public that she's not talking, I think made all of us think that she saw what happened to Epstein. It was like, all right, don't kill me. I won't say shit. But then she gets convicted and she's potentially facing something like 65 years in prison, which is obviously a death sentence for her. But in the very more immediate and real death sentence kind of way, I think that once she gets convicted and put away for a significant amount of time, like in a couple of years, they can kill her. And there's not going to be like anyone looking into that. It's like, oh no. You know what I mean? Like, if. But what would be the point by then? Like, the make or break time is the time when you can use the information. Right. Once you go a couple years down the line, she's been sentenced. If she hadn't done that, there's no point in killing her then. No, but it's exactly Unless she's blackmailing them right now. Like, if right now people are making payments just to somebody we don't even know about for her to keep oh, her mouth shut. You think she got she all used, the commentary. And, and she used getting captured as like, well, I got free advertisement now. Let's see who's paying and who's getting, who I'm talking about. And then right now she was like, oh, those John Doe's that didn't pay? Well, seven of them can just fucking fuck themselves. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's it could be that. And then they could pay to, to make that end, but I don't think so. I mean, I think it's more like I don't even know. Really? Like I think she's either no. gonna talk or didn't talk. She might be talking, and that's what this the whole John Doe thing might be is like her before sentencing showing that she's willing to, you know, for it like a soft house because she might get house arrest. She's old and rich. Drawing her objection. She's not on house arrest now. She's in prison now. No, but I mean, she might get, she hasn't been sentenced yet. So she might get a oh, hundred years house arrest for all we know, you know? Yeah, for, for G-Max. Um, but yeah, like- And, and Andrew, look, might, Andrew might Andrew might leave England and go live. And if he sent his money to Monaco tomorrow and then he went to Monaco, there's no extradition. He could just live in Monaco until he dies in a mansion. 
if he wants to, until he gets arrested in England and extradited to New York or doesn't show up in New York for the first court date, then he could just, right. he might not show up. To me, look, this is the thing. He's, he's just on the chopping block. Uh, to me, what's interesting is that, like, I think we all know, it's fairly an open secret, that Ghislaine is a asset of the Mossad. You know what I mean? And so, I think that whatever part she's playing, you don't think so? Or, or England, or CIA, I don't know. Or freelance, for all I fucking know. Well, I don't think that those three things are necessarily yeah, mutually exclusive. separate entities. But uh, And I think that it's like fine to speculate on whether or not she is an asset for any of those entities. But more importantly to me, it's kind of like it is a very known thing that her father was a Mossad asset who was a media mogul. And uh, there are documentaries that show, like, you know, whatever the intelligence agency is, if they have one person as an asset and then they can convert other family members into being assets for them, that that's, yeah. that's worthwhile for them. Yeah. So I think that it's almost, I don't want to say a foregone conclusion, but but close to it to say that Ghislaine is almost certainly a Mossad asset. And um, from there, one can really easily extrapolate what Epstein had going on and also just, like, why she would be making the moves that she's making right now. And for all we know, is that Ghislaine Maxwell in that cell? Is that... Because I mean, the pictures I saw of her were from when she was much younger, and then she right, got older. Like she could have, she could have paid a homeless person to get some dental work done. He's fucking sitting somewhere in a casino. We don't know. Yeah, but it's just like if you want to go down that road, it's just like that rabbit hole never ends. Like, oh, do you even know that Flagstaff, Arizona exists? Because you've never been there. Like I'm I've heard saying, of that map, the, but like the Mossad can do stuff that's a lot bigger than that. If it's the Mossad involved, why is she still breathing? They could handle that shit way before she got caught. Because she is an like, asset of theirs, and she has... Yeah, she, you think she's doing a lot of asset right now? I think when the second she stopped being useful was about nine nine to 12 months ago, maybe Right, but that 24. doesn't mean they're going to assassinate her. That, it just means that, like, yeah. maybe some shit was going to happen, maybe it wasn't. You just don't know. Maybe they're waiting for their, like, oh, they're locked down. Sorry, right. Israel, you know, well, lockdown. We can't get out of here. We got we to hang out right now. So, like, after this, we're going to come get her. Correct. That's my original point, if you yeah, remember. Was it, to take. Her her being like, yo, I'm going to make this really public statement about how I'm keeping my mouth shut. And then whether it be the Mossad or the American government or whoever, then they're hopefully the strategy is that, like, if I keep my mouth shut, they're going to, like, fix the fight and get me off of this shit. But then when she saw that that didn't work out, then maybe she's like, all right, I'm going to start telling because if I get locked up in real prison, they can kill me just whenever and make it look like whatever the reason, not what it really is. You know? Am I talking crazy here? 
I don't think it matters yet. It's more one that I'm not. I don't really speculate on. I'm just watching for the next scene or whatever. You know, like yeah. whatever. What I, I, I didn't know John Doe was gonna happen. Whatever I speculate, I don't know. Like I'm now. That's cool. I wonder who they are. I fucking hope one of them's Bill Gates and they got like a whole fucking file on his ass. Me too. Like I, I hope it's in the fucking news. Bill Clinton. I hope something happens to make Hillary know she has no possibility of running again. Because I saw some shit about Hillary running in 2024, and I was just like, "There's no way Democrats are that stupid. They just can't be." Like I know they are, but please, please God. I love, I love that you still think things like that. Oh. It's just the idea. I know they can be. They're like, "We finally got 60% of the vote. We're finally going to win some elections. Let's get Hillary again." Like I can see that. And you know, Don Jr. could beat her. You know, fucking Eric Trump could beat her. No, it's sad but true. That the, the other Trump girl that I don't even know the name of. Ivanka? No, the other one. Tiffany. Oh, Tiffany Trump. Yeah, but like you know, you know Donald, that Donald Trump has said that same thing. Donald Trump's been like, no, the other one. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Ivanka's the one he wants to fucking. He's a diddle. <laughs> I mean, clearly, like, have you seen this interview? It's it's a real thing. Come on, that's bizarre. But the other big topic from the news this week: marijuana and COVID. Yeah. You saw oh, that yeah. shit. I can't yeah. believe this. It's it's incredible. There's two different um, actual substances in fucking THC, CBDA yeah. and CMG something, but they... CBDA and CBGA. Get some from Earthy. Yeah, no, EarthyNow.com, holler people. If, if you want to get that COVID fighting response, go to EarthyNow.com and EarthySelect.com. This is not a commercial. I'm really saying it. Now the Call thing is, it's it's not as much in the in the CBD products. It is there a little bit, but it in, is there. But in actual weed, in THC, these two there's like if you're smoking it or vaping it, there's a substance in your lungs that wraps around the COVID spikes. Uh-huh. Like when you, you see those spikes, it like wraps around them so that when it hits your lungs, they just bounce off. The spike protein, yeah. and it like fools the receptors. So anybody who's been smoking weed and has weed in their system is less likely to get COVID bad or COVID at all. But even if when you get it, it won't be as bad. And that's crazy. Like the idea that if COVID was a little bit stronger and it killed everybody that didn't have contact with weed, that would, that would, and I'm not saying it would be a good thing. It's bad. And, and I'd say children. You have to let the kids. That's just Babylon fallen, baby. Just adults. Everybody over 50 that didn't smoke weed just died. I'm not saying it would be a good thing, but it, it wouldn't be that bad. <laughs> That's just Babylon falling. That's yeah. the whole, it's prophesied. Wait, did you, it's all prophesied? The folk with the but, but then, I, then I thought about it and I was like, let me see. And they're like, oh, the University of Oregon. I'm like, I've been to Oregon. And like, college, people in college in Oregon, you know, they are stoned as fuck. And people yeah. that are stoned doing science, like, hey, man, look, I think this weed is curing the COVID, bro. No, bro, but, you got to trust science. But, but they're real scientists. They're not stoners that live in Oregon, like I'm describing. But they did choose to see what weed does to COVID. Like, these are people that were like, what can we do with all of our science? Or like, let's let's get high, okay? It's and let's see if we can get COVID. They've been doing research on CBD and like its anti-inflammatory properties yeah. and its anti-anxiety properties. So it's not like all of a sudden they just randomly chose it. It is something that... You could connect the dots and say, like, if it has recovery. I'm not saying that works for me. I'm just saying that is why there's all these CBD dispensaries now and all these yeah, companies. The, the idea that there's a there's like a, a ring of scientists sitting somewhere in their lab coats and there's like one from every state you know, and the guy from Texas like, have you tried shooting at the COVID yet? The guy from Oregon's like, hey man, have you tried blowing weed on it? 
Because I swear. That's how all scientific research is now. They got DMT research going. They got microdose, psilocybin, LSD, freaking uh, ketamine is a new thing that they use a lot. MDMA for mental health disorders and all these studies that I read. And I'm like, wow, you guys just really took it and ran. <laughs> Canada. Well, Canada legalized a lot of, um, you know, whatever, psychotropics and psycho, you know, whatever. They, a lot of hallucinogenic drugs that mm -hmm. were very illegal in America were made legal in Canada and made legal for scientific purposes. So there's like 15 to 20 of these small companies now that are like, one of them, there was this guy whose brother had PTSD and killed himself. And then another brother had it and took ayahuasca and got better. And this other guy was a scientist. He was like the middle brother. And he was just like, started a company. He's like, fuck it, DMT will save people's lives. And he got all the, all the, he couldn't do it in America. So he had to go to Canada and he started a DMT research company that's has already made three substances that help fight fucking PTSD, which is well, weird. There, but there like, weren't scientists at Harvard. Uh, if you ever read the spirit molecule, it's a book about DMT and it is all research scientists that determined that the only way that they could do the research was by injecting DMT because you can't ever measure how much you smoke because yep. sometimes it like burns up super fast or you would never be able to control the amount. So they mm -hmm. just started injecting people in. It's the a spirit, really book. The spirit decides how high you're going to get. That's true. And I will say that as a non-spiritual person, but you know, you take a lot of DMT, you know, like it ain't up to you no more. That's for fuck's oh, sake, yeah. sure. You're just like it is not ah, up to you. <laughs> liquid wet tunnel of art, mush rebirth death the tron checkerboard hallway everything everything that could might mm -hmm. and ayahuasca is like it's an album name you know ayahuasca yeah i just i was actually just reading right before the show started there's a um psychedelic beer served at intimate dinner parties helped an ancient empire in the andes rule for centuries study finds I'm like, really? How can you? How do you know it was the beer? They're like, you know, this, 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 this. These people ruled for a year, for decades, and you know, centuries. But it had to be that ayahuasca beer they were drinking. But it says that um, most people in their empire would take a lot of ayahuasca and get real high. But they, these one, the ruling family, figured out how to just get like a little high, <laughs> you know. Like, so you'd still get high. But the way they described it is, well, with the beer, you'd still know who you were, <laughs> you know, and that that you were a person. But they weren't avoiding the people necessarily. That might have been because those are really good, true leaders that were trying to help enhance the minds and the bodies of the people that were in the land where they lived. And so they reigned all these years for that reason. I feel like we always manipulate it into they did it to mind control them. And Yeah. Well, they, they describe it as they used it for statecraft in a way where when they made treaties, they'd, they'd all just get high together and have a party and that make they'd make new friends. You know what? Fair. And, I, and I'm saying, after I read the article, I'm like, you I guys are intoning well. a lot from like finding some seeds next to some pots. Exactly. Like, we found these seeds exactly. near these beer pan cups. So we're like, they must have been putting the seeds in the beer. But Incas are pretty cool. They'd be yeah. out tripping. I'm like, hey guys, let's all drink fucking yeah. tripping beer. All right. So getting back to something we were uh, kind of segueing into earlier. Um, the Kanye Pete Davidson beat is like escalating. Yeah, he rapped and about it. He did rap about it. Like, I don't know. What do you think? Also I think it's hilarious that Pete Davidson is just like not that funny and really weird looking. 
and he is just fucking ruling the world. And that's awesome. I, I just love it. He came out of nowhere. Him being on Saturday Night Live is ruling the world. No, no, okay, no, but he's um <coughs> fucking Kim Kardashian and every single thing he does is photographed by 75 people. If that's he wants a if world. he wants a movie right now, he can have it. Like if he wanted a right. role, he doesn't, but if he wanted to be in a movie, it's his. Like I'm not right. saying he's ruling the world, but if he wants a gig, he can have it. If he want, he's he's incredibly famous for almost nothing at this point. Well, no, same old right. girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I think what we all well, know, he, he didn't have to make a sex tape. Right. Yeah, but everybody knows about his dick. That's what I've heard. Everybody's saying. Well, I think you just have to think that he has a huge dick by now. Like, there's no way he doesn't. If he does that, if he has a tiny dick, that's awesome. You know, like that would just be. Maybe cool. he has an average sized dick, and he really knows how to use it. Mm -hmm. He might come in four seconds for all I know, and then he just makes a joke, and they're like, "Oh, he's so funny." Or he's really good with his mouth. We don't mm -hmm. know. We don't know what his skills are. Or maybe he knows how to wink with his butthole. Oh, that yeah. is hot. That is hot. You know, I'm just saying, don't you turn my brown eyes blue, you know what I mean? I guess Kanye will be seeing some of that action. Well, that's the problem. So that's what I want to get to, is that, like, Kanye has been, you know, issuing some threats via rap songs, which, you know, look, for me on GP, I'm never scared of people who, like, are like, I'm going to fuck you up. Like, even if it's in person. Like, generally, a dude who's going to fuck you up for real you just help the fuck out but no, someone you're really really badass and then you warn them just to fucking yeah. show off and then you're like I, I want him to see it coming you know that's that's right. a little extra but, but that's not they, what this is in public while y'all are face to face well it's probably not happening but then if like they issue that threat via social media or whatever then you're like you can be you can be pretty confident like yeah that's not happening and then Kanye being like I'm gonna beat Pete Davidson's ass over a rap song is you can almost take it to the bank but that's not gonna happen no you're gonna make him more famous right it's just it's like the you know the Nas Jay Z beef where like ah you know they're just doing this on records they're not shooting each other. And Kanye's uh -huh. whole thing being that he beefs with people that are as famous as him means mm -hmm. that, like, everybody that likes Drake now likes Pete Davidson, regardless yeah. of whether they like him or not. They're on his side now. Right. Because they have to be because of that. But I guess are Drake and Kanye friends now? I saw an article. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know, they but what I, will say, what I will say is this, is that the stupid commentary has the internet speculating on whether or not Kanye kills Pete Davidson and I know that no. I'm not the only no, person no. to have had this thought but like if he did it would really close the OJ circle yeah I was gonna say Kim could be his lawyer no but just the idea that Robert Kardashian defends OJ helps get him off the Kardashians become famous and really kind of are rather deleterious to a lot of black athletes and artists. And then one of them murders like Ron I, Goldman's. I think uh, Kanye killing Kim would, would be that. And that's sad. 
you know, like he would defend, like, you know, the, the son, the daughter of the person that defended somebody who killed somebody's daughter would lose his daughter in the same way. And yeah. almost the same style story of over jealousy of being with a white guy, too. And, you know, maybe that, too, but I don't think that would ever happen. And I wouldn't, you know, God forbid, I wouldn't want it, but that's, I don't know. I think Kanye is going to, like, make some songs about it. And then, well, he bought the house across the street. Oh, that's right, I forgot. <laughs> he just bought the house across the street. You no, know, for like way more than it's worth, and just yeah. knock it down to build a new one. And it'd be hilarious if she sold her house for like way more than it was worth, <laughs> yeah, and like made money on the deal, and then moved to New York. Like, sorry, Kanye, I'm moving like to Some like nasty apartment where Pete Davidson still hangs out. Yeah, <laughs> Staten Island. While he drives her Rolls Royce around, and they just sit on like a mattress on the floor in the kitchen. I love that. I honestly. Well, he's got a place. He bought a house for for his mom and him. I know. I've seen his thing. Where in mom. New York or little, you know, it's Staten like, Island? Uh, well, still in Staten Island. Yeah. Like buy it for your mom. Like go live somewhere else. Go for Relax. you. Go for you. Relax. That being said, uh, I am a Pete Davidson fan. Me too. Uh, I am a fan of Kanye's music, but the antics lately, you know, not, that's not my jam. Um, I haven't heard a song of his in a while. Some wise ass shit, though. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely you know, people does. have like mental health issues and they're spouting off, and you're like, all right, this is really going off the rails, and all of a sudden they say something, and you're like, dead ass, that is real. Like, yeah. what you're saying right like now Andrew. is totally true. And he's that person. Like yes. Andrew. Yes. Like, yeah. Like Sasquatch Andrew. Shout out to Sasquatch Andrew if you listen. But like, you know, you're on your fucking Kanye shit, you tooth losing motherfucker. But that being said, that yeah, Kanye does say like the occasional like wise wisdoms being dropped. You know? I don't know any everything I've seen him say in the last like five years has been fucking asinine and i would love it if he would just like go to his ranch in wyoming with all of his equipment and notebooks and just make the best album he possibly could you know like he's made some pretty dope albums. don't go to the club don't punch anybody don't podcast and fucking whatever you, you know just fucking go make a fucking dope record and the, was the last one good i heard a couple songs i thought they were stupid they were all right and nothing special like nothing was like oh that's a good song i'd like to hear that again i did not listen particularly to the last album but i will say that like there are a lot a lot of kanye songs that i think are very good yeah man that's a lot of, yeah, like, i'll say eight awaits and heartbreaks pretty much was the end of it for me and, and that's good it's all right i mean i like the the, the music a lot more than the rap I, mean, I just honestly, yeah, and I'm definitely. And his first album I've is fucking classic. Yes, the the music is definitely better than the rest. But I don't know. I like as an overall body of work. I I enjoy his body of work. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, in my opinion, is does not matter in the Kanye debate. No, you know, we're three broke white people commenting on. Even though he took my last name, multi-million rap with it. Remember when he had that one speech and he was like, he was looking at people, he was crying. I don't know if you guys remember that. It had like a very get out vibe. Like it was pretty astonishing how much it felt like that. But then he was just talking about the brainwashing of society and what he sees with how much people are programmed in certain ways. And there's no way to deny that those things are true. We understand in a capitalist society in America, conspiracy theorists or not, that's just what's happening. and brainwashing and so he just like really spoke to it and he did it eloquently and he did it well and he connected the dots and it made sense and then 
while being a brainwashed Christian, no, trying to make a new cult based around himself. And there, and there is, we ain't trying to talk about what the fuck's going but on. But people being brainwashed by churches is a pretty big deal, too. And he's pushing that hard. I think being brainwashed by American capitalist, greedy ass society, and the fucked up system that we live in is equally as horrifying. To be honest, I really do. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, it depends on how the cult ends. You know, I mean, there's some, yeah. We're not I've been I've been watching and researching way too much cult shit. Like when I first started doing it, it was like the seventies, and then it kind of ran into like you have no idea how many of these fuckers are in Tennessee. I'd say like hundred and twenty churches that have over two hundred members in a compound. Tennessee, right now, Tennessee. There's some in North Carolina. Like it's crazy. Like, yeah, it's just and I, and I that's me personally needs to stop rab- rabbit holing this one because it's yeah. It makes you feel superior to people that that happens to when it's really, it genuinely on some level is happening to all of us. Well, I'm, I'm afraid that, that these people are going to come kill me with guns. That's what makes me afraid. You don't think you live within your own guys? No, I still fucking use Amazon. That's horrifying to me. That's gross to me. That's facts. I use Amazon Shit. and I don't want to use Amazon and I don't want to like, there's a million things that I do every day that there's a part of me that understands like I have been indoctrinated into a society where I'm trying to separate myself but I am so enmeshed in this whole thing that it takes steps for me to get out of it and I can justify it all the way that I want like oh I'm a single parent and so this or this or this no there's a million ways that I can take more action but that's what brainwashing is even though I can stop eating at certain places eating certain types of food understanding how certain things affect me I'm still a slave to all kinds of bullshit mm-hmm. that I know is wrong. Yeah. That I know that I've been fed, that it's okay to do these things when I was young and now we know it's not, but I can't stop because I have an addiction or a bad habit or whatever you want to call it. No, I mm-hmm. think it's a real I think it's all of us. I mean, when you wake up and realize what America really is, you're like, Oh shit. Somebody really pulled the wool over my eyes. Somebody had some fun with me. I used to picture it like a long needle. That would go uh-huh. into the back of my skull when I was young, like right. between my neck and my skull, right. and that someone was just like slowly pushing this thick serum over my brain, and like what brainwashing meant when I was young. And even though that was like a silly literal thing as a kid, then yeah. as I got older, I was like, you know what? It's, it's analogous. It, it is. It's kind of the thing. It was like yeah. that's the feeling when someone's injecting you with a belief system that yeah. is not your belief system. Slowly squirting it. But think about, like, right now compared to a decade ago, like, the idea that television is over. You know, like, for a long time, there were three channels. So, like, the majority, when people said, you know, like, mainstream or the majority, they meant, you know, like, 95% of the people saw this news, you know, and how the algorithms affect, like, I only have one or two news sources on my phone, but these algorithms give me the new, they give me comic book news, you know, like, they give me this fucking really weird scry, you know. Like I get cult news, it fucking comic book news and financial news. Yeah. And I don't get, I don't watch regular TV anymore. Nobody does. Like I watch what I want mm-hmm. and it's a very specific niche style of marketing. Like, I like yeah, I think that like how the people are right now, like there was maybe 10 to 15 belief systems that were prevalent all wrapped around one or two main ones. Now there's like 15 and there's at least like five or six main ones where there was the one that people believe like, 
conservatives believe that they're the majority. Like I saw this shit, an interview last week where they were like, well, Biden couldn't have won because Biden didn't have parades. I never saw a Biden parade. How could he win the presidency? And to me, I immediately think like, well, you don't get voted with parades, you get votes. You know, like it didn't even, it wouldn't even occur to me that a parade would matter. No, we both either. But they think, the Republicans think that they outnumber Democrats. Democrats think that they outnumber Republicans. And they're both 100% convinced on this. You know, like registered voters say the liberals outnumbered Republicans, but it doesn't matter. Like, there's so many different viewpoints right now, and there is no mainstream anymore. Like, right, there's okay. like you can say you can say Disney is the most mainstream thing there is. Uh, I mean, that's yeah, and there's merit in that. But what I, what I'm saying is that like, I don't know how one measures that because what I do think is that statistically people that consider themselves conservative republican right wing is a third or less of the country as far as the things i've read or yeah heard saying and that the rest of the other 70 percent is not necessarily that they're progressive or democrat or anything like i'm not you know what i mean yeah but I'm just not Republican. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not conservative. And I think that there is a gray area of people that are, you know, what they call your undecided voter, but it's really just them not saying shit out loud because, like, fuck your exit poll. We are independent. Right, independent. <laughs> Lots of people that just don't care. I wouldn't say oblivious, but they don't give a fuck. I'm, no, I care a I'm, lot, and I don't believe in the system at I'm all. I'm independent like, because Kentucky holler, I motherfuckers. Lot, and I think the the system as we have it is entirely bullshit. And you know, the two of you have heard me say over and over again, like when we were, for all intents and purposes, campaigning for Biden on this show. We were discussing how we hate fucking Biden. But now that they've left us no other recourse, you know, the whole Joe Malarkey team bit was right. It is, you're absolutely right. It's a facade, but it's definitely when you get down into the panic mode version of it, it's like if you only get to vote for either Trump or Biden, did you or did you not vote for Biden? Did you bite your tongue? And you didn't? Oh, she no commented in a quiet way off the air. I voted for Biden, and I didn't vote for Biden. I, same as I vote for every year. There's abortion, and not no, I, I, Do you want I abortion laws, or do you want there I, to be, like, the fucking, that, what's, what's it called? The wife move, the wife show on the Hulu? Look, I voted against Trump. And unfortunately, that had to be the Biden got to win. But at the end of the day, it was just like, yo, I, as everyone who listens and both of y'all know, I think Joe Biden fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. Not even like what his job has been as a president, because honestly, I've kept fucking the yeah. news off. Even if he I'm was not, good at what he did, he, he sucks as a person he sucks as a person he's shitty dude he's full of shit he's the type of person that tells you whatever you want to fucking do uh but 
is it better than more Trump years? Absolutely. And the more I hear about, you know, have you been listening to the argument that like, oh, they're going to make Trump speaker of the house? Hear yeah, that? no, they're not. No, they're not. You no. both don't think so? No. no. He's going to run for president of 2020 for the next 20 years. Interesting. And I he's going to get money. Valid standpoints, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's like out of the question for sure. But when you look over the list of, say, powers that Trump would get as Speaker of the House uh, and the lack of actual culpability and responsibility, then, you know, he doesn't have to do a ton. And I, I honestly think that he won't because him taking shots at people from the sidelines is probably more his back. Yep. And I don't know. I just, I think Trump will matter in like six to eight years as much as Bush matters right now. Yeah. Bush was really important for a long time and he fucking doesn't mean shit right now. And people actually like his dumb little ass right now. I, and Trump will still be a dick for a long time and he won't matter. I don't know. I, I think like shit is changing so much, so, so fast that nothing right now will be the same in like five years. I think in two years, just like, I don't even know what the fuck's happening. I don't even know if social media will be the same. Like in, you no, know. Be the metaverse. yeah. Uh, I mean, and that that's a thing like that like the idea that social media like could be you know like fm radio was real fucking important a little while ago print media was real important. you know like social media yeah. might just be that thing we talk about like oh no kids like we would all get on this thing and we'd say hey how you doing you yeah know, look now at this we news. meet each other in virtual reality in the metaverse and you just come into the room and also i saw recently that you can go to walmart in the metaverse and you have a cart and you pick things off the shelves and then you check out and then they deliver the actual things to your home. You know how annoying it is walking through an actual Walmart? Like when you got to walk from like, you ever been like, okay, where the fuck are the Sharpies? It's like a football field's length to fucking where the Sharpies are from here. And you got to do that shit like with a cursor? Or I guess with, I don't even know, I guess with your treadmill, how do you walk in virtual reality? You lean forward. Some kind of games you like have to look ahead and if there's a spot on the ground in front of you you light it up with your like literally your vision and when it lights up it like transports you to that spot but it so, always does wrong and you're just like fuck why am i over here yeah why, why is it getting big now fuck shine and then you're transported there and transported there, transported there and then they have like business meetings where everyone walks into the room and sits together at the table and you get to like your avatar and what outfit they're wearing and they represent you but it's like a real business and you're actually having a meeting there i just and then you're going back to your house that people pay literal fucking money for dude they just sold a yeah. man in the metaverse for like i don't know if it was like a million dollars i mean some absurd amount of money that i don't comprehend but in and real I was like, dollars but i was like it's money but it's not like it's not a house it's not a brick and mortar home no it's a mansion in the metaverse or in virtual reality or whatever. That someone paid actual someone human American money dollars. for. Oh, there's have that space. People are taking servers now and being like, this is a virtual reality space. You can buy part of it. And then they're selling areas inside their server. The thing is, I still like That's genuine until we're all using this tech. I still remember right before Avatar when they were talking about how 3D movies have arrived 
And you remember they were selling 3D TVs to people with 3D yeah. glasses. You remember that? And it was it was here yeah. now and 3D technology here. It didn't happen. Yeah. People still have 3D glasses in their fucking drawer or their coffee table that don't do nothing. I hope that it is true 100%. My kids, young, they are not interested remotely. They're like, hell no. My kid is like, I'm going to sell the VR that we have. Like, that's what I'm saying. Hurts, it freaks me out. And so I hope that that's the message that lots of people just kind of get on board with and just say like, no, we're not interested. We want to no. live IRL, motherfuckers. No, I think COVID, I think COVID is going to like, is going to make in real life a, more of a thing. Like the second that COVID's like gone, you know like and people can have parties again like they're going to be so many fucking parties and there's going to be a baby boom because people are going to be fucking there's going to be it's going to work you know the kids are going to be like i want to be with people in real life i want to talk i want to not wear a mask and be next to somebody i, I think that's going to ending COVID is going to hurt social media i just want to say that right now in new york city you cannot go into any indoor space if you're five years old and up unless you have proof of vaccination five years old you can't go in a store, a bowling alley, a movie theater, anything else. Five years old. If you think that it's fair for parents who may be vaccinated themselves but second guess, and a million reasons why they may not want to vaccinate their child, can no longer participate in public activities when we see the rates of Omicron rising at those numbers that they are among vaccinated people who are contracting it, who are contagious who are giving it to other people but we just ignore it we're not going to say anything about it breakthrough cases don't matter at all and now we're giving more and more of this thing like the fucking digital covid passport that goes between your thumb and your forefinger the, the size of a grain of rice that everyone thought was so crazy is real it's a real thing so is covid going away no the i don't rest know one. COVID is never going away and the control over how you will digitalize each person's identity and have more and more ways to like realize who they are whether that's on their phone or in their finger or whatever it is is going to be the thing that controls everyone but you're going to do it you're going to sell out for like the parties and the getting back to normal and like let's get back to the place that we once knew it will never be that place unless no, it'll, be, it'll be a totally new place with fucking lots of fucking i do like fucking do you have any counter and it's going to be all kinds of underground warehouse parties because since all the police quit, there's no police to stop the underground warehouse parties. So there's no COVID police at the door. In the 90s. That does smell like underground rave parties. Hmm? You're old. But not I raves. Know. It'll be it'll be some kind of new music. Hyper pop, I think, is what they listen to now. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yo, Adam Strange has made it's wow. on No, it honestly sounds like rave music, though. To be honest, it sounds like 80s rave music with trap. Yeah. But, um... Warehouse parties, that shit is like. I don't, I haven't. It is very 90s, but also it's just like if you don't have to reinvent the wheel, you know what I mean? Like some shit is dope as is, and you like just do that again and you're good. Other gun, there's gonna be, I think, outdoor parties, sound systems, and outdoor parties are gonna blow up every summer. It's gonna be a new thing, like that's gonna be, there's gonna be a lot more. People are going to be cool with you having a party in a field because you'd be like, you don't want me in indoor right. spaces. You're like, yo, he did, yeah, he I did it that's right. Exactly he went way it. out in that's the, the way to do it. All right, and with that, and illegal parties because you don't want to pay anybody money. And yeah, outlaw parties. I don't want to ID people if I want to sell them beer. Golf course? Did you guys ever do that? No, I did smoke a lot of weed on golf courses, and I would smoke and trip at cemeteries. 
That was my job. Well, that's like partying. That's what partying means. Did you know about right. the the law in California about municipal golf courses? No. What? If a city owns a golf course, okay, it has to be affordable housing now. It can't be a golf course anymore. Golf course, so <gasps> yay! They passed a law in California that all of California now, if it's a municipal golf course, fuck that. We're not using municipal funds so you can fucking play golf. It's going to be affordable housing now. And so they're all going to be affordable housing. That's amazing. That's wonderful. And I'm sure some developer will find a way to fuck everybody while they make them. But Right. But you know what? Let's not jump to that yet. That's what I do. That's my thing, man. That is your brand. That's the Adam Strange brand. Uh, and speaking of Adam Strange, you have been rocking with the worst. And this is my man, Adam Strange, a.k.a. Tooth Willis Infidel Castro, the Vice Count Dirty Finger. I am your host, Valio Iglesias, Funani DeFranco, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, the Subwoofer Drug Pusher, the Boulevard Thunder God, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. Uh, with me, as usual, is a pimp named Lady Fingers. Alicia Silverstone, Woko Ono, Reese Witherspoon, Paloma Abdul. Paloma Abdul. Uh, Silvery Plath is the lady we rock with. And, uh, yo, for the last hour or so, you have been rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario. There's two wrongs, don't make it right. But three wrongs, definitely make it worse. 